Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Almost two minutes after 2 o'clock in the nation's capital and beyond on this Tuesday... November the 14th, year of our Lord. By the way, before we get back to the calls, it's National Diabetes Awareness Day. Okay, and many are affected by diabetes. My daughter is a type 1 diabetic, so I want to send a shout out uh, to Natalie Russo in Canton, Ohio, uh, who has been bravely fighting type 1 since she was 9, 10, going on 10. Forget exactly. She'll kill me. Um, but I mean, she is, um, I mean, you know, she's got to wear a continuous glucose monitor and, mm. and, and, you know, I mean, uh, you know, she, she lives a normal life, but I, I mean, there's not everything normal about it so that she can keep living because her body just simply doesn't, you know, create, uh, enough insulin. And, you know, I mean, we all, listen, we all have, you know, health issues and whatnot. So just again, keep that in mind. If you can make a donation uh, to the American Diabetes Association, to JDRF, the Juvenile Diabetes, Re- you know, that's more like, again, mm-hmm. type one. That doesn't mean you have to be a young kid, but I mean, that's what it's typically associated yeah. with, Doc. So, coach a young man that, that had it yeah. and his uh, courageous and terrific athlete. Yeah. And, um, no, that's that's good stuff. Man. Do you see Mark Andrews of the Ravens? Yeah. You know, very good tight end. Oh, yeah. He's a type one diabetic. Yeah, he's got to apparently uh, what he told a teammate, and they caught it on the NFL Films audio or whatever. Every time he comes off the field, mm-hmm. he's got to he's got to check his blood sugar mm-hmm. through a CGM, a con- right. continuous glucose monitor, and sometimes has to give himself you know more insulin, whatever. Yeah. Apparently, it's like 25 times a game or something like that. He he checks it. Or maybe it's yeah, not 25 well, no, he, times, but it's a whole bunch per game. This was, I think, a quarter that we yeah. did. Um, but he's a terrific athlete. I mean, yeah. This dude is – no, it's amazing. Awareness is there. It's different for everybody. But um, applaud you and your efforts of doing that because it's – kids have to understand that their differences – and when you're young, it's hard because you get teased. Yeah. You get, there's all yeah. kind of things that go on yeah. we, as where our brains are growing. So it's good that um, I mean, you're a hell of a father. and Because no, it's just, no, it's not easy. No, if a kid's 100% normal, yeah. it's a pain it, it, in the rear. It's hard. It's yeah. clouding my, yeah. Mount Everest. Yeah. And if there's any other thing added to that, yeah. uh, but what you do find out is the community of people that work in the field that volunteered in the medical side that are just some of the greatest people on earth. Right. 
Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, So if you can make a donation to the American Diabetes Association or JDRF, uh, please do, um, or at least spread the word. I'll put out some of the links and stuff Uh, a little bit later on. Didn't have a chance to do it this morning as I was running around. Uh, Recovering from Monday Night Raw last night with Lenny the Legend. (laughs) I mean... When you had a live event, you had another personal appearance. Yeah. Why didn't you take the whale with you? I mean, his birthday. He called at 828, a half an hour into the show, and I didn't. I said, what is he doing? He knows I'm at the show. I don't know if he knew I was at the show, but he had to know I was at the show. I don't know, but you got to take him. You got to. I just ignore him. You got to take him with you. I I just ignore him. his birthday. It would have been his birthday gift. I should have. I should have. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I should have, but I didn't. Did he toot his own horn? But but you, you know Lenny the legend. Yes. I mean, Lenny. Is the greatest uh, one of the greatest dudes I, I've yeah. ever gotten. To know. I mean, he got us, you know, front row, first yeah. row, so much so that like the Ice. Miz and Ice. and Seth Rollins and Here's all the, the, the all the boys piling he's, right into us. He's always on the front row. I mean, yeah, he's acting like he's that's where Russell hangs out. Yeah, yeah I love I'm, it how he, he's trying. I to, put Bob Euchre yeah, to shame. Yeah, you yeah. know, right down in the front row. Yeah, anyway, thanks stuff. to Lenny the Legend. Thanks to World Wrestling Entertainment uh, for the great seats as well. My guy Byron Saxton uh, from WWE Broadcasting, uh, who's a big Commanders fan, and from Burke, Virginia. It was great to see him last night, and as well uh, some of the uh, obviously superstars. Uh, Drew McIntyre, who was just on with me on Thursday, Doc. Mm-hmm. He came out at the end, mm-hmm. and he um, his his uh, I heard him. his big thing is. Um, uh, uh, it's kind of like a drop kick type thing. I forgot um, uh, what they call it. Um, but he laid out uh, one of the Uso brothers and turned bad last night at the very end of the show. He came out of nowhere, out of the crowd, and he, he said just he was showed up. Make a comeback. Yeah. He said he yeah. was going to definitely redeem himself from his yeah. last album. Yeah. Yeah. Mama Doc Walker is into it. I oh, mean, yeah, I know, I, I know, I, I know, I, I know. It. She's she's all fired up. All right, let's get to uh, some calls uh, here. I just want to get those two things in before I forget. Let's get to uh, where are we going here. Kai in DC is first up in the leadoff spot in hour number two. What up, Kai? How are you? What's up? How you doing? Thanks for hey, taking Kai. my What's up, call. Kai? What's going on, man? None. I just want to say. Uh, I think we're getting sabotaged because I don't understand why Jack Del Rio still has a job. Maybe because Ron and him are friends and they played on the same team. Um, I just don't get that. And then another fact I wanted to pull was that the Broncos have made adjustments. After they gave up 35 to us and they gave up 70 to the Broncos and then 31 to the Jets, then the last couple of weeks, they gave up 19 to the Chiefs and then nine to the Chiefs. And then they just won the game, gave up 22 to um, Josh Allen. They made adjustments. They didn't trade anybody. They made adjustments on their defense. But what we do, we trade it and blame the players. And it's really the coaches. That's all I got to say. And, Rooster, you're saying that it's the players 80%. I say it's 50-50. It's players and it's coaching. And we're losing by coaching. Like Doc said, we're playing seven yards off, and it's win or go home, and they get the first down, and every receiver gets get their yards on us. And just thanks for taking my call. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand, and, and thank you, Kai. I appreciate it. Listen, appreciate it, I, I might be way, 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 way – I'm sure I am. I might be way off. I, You know – I, I can only tell you what I believe and what yeah. I've been told by coaches that coach. Now, of course, 
they don't want the blame when things go wrong. Bingo. But they're also telling you that, at least the ones that have told me, when things are going right. You know, again, when, when like, for instance, Doc, we, we were both there every day during the 2012 explosion of Robert Griffin. And sure, Mike and Kyle Shanahan devised a system that took the NFL by storm, right? Mm-hmm. As part of the deal is to take the NFL by storm, but the coaches on the, right, but the coaches on that staff, mm-hmm. even though they devised that scheme and it was pulling the wool over, not one of them. And I'm talking about Kyle, Mike, Lafleur, McVay, uh, you know, Chris. Fr- not one of them. Bobby Turner. Not one of them said, "Look at us. This is because of us, and not because of Robert, Pierre, Alfred." You know, and and so I, all I say is, I believe that the people on the field ultimately affect the outcome and the results more than the people in a skybox or on a headset. Yeah, but there's a there's a there's a group of people that are haters, and I hear it about EB, and to me, it's not like EB is coming off leading several years of chief performances as the primary play caller. This makes what he's doing now even greater to me. He's figuring it out, too, with a moving target. Mm -hmm. Okay, and when that kid held that grenade in his hands over and over and over, it didn't break him down. He still found a way to maximize it. And against my – I don't like – I'm uncomfortable with all the throwing, but I understand why he's doing it. But, but let me counter this, okay? okay. You, you, and you're absolutely right with what you said. Right. Is the reason for the last three games, the success, mm-hmm. and, and it hasn't been perfect, but the success of the commander's offense, mm-hmm. in your eyes, largely be, more because of EB or more because of Sam Howell? Sam Howell trusts EB. EB trusts Sam. Right. So he's believing in him. EB's probably been telling them this from day one. Okay. But the kids gotta incorporate Buy into it, and it. Digest right. it. So does that but but does that mean and and this is figurative. See, does that mean E B should get more credit for that? No, or I don't does think that he mean Sam should for finally figuring it out? Well, finally we don't know yet. What we know yet is that the the pendulum is swinging up. Mm-hmm. Like I'll tell you even before Four o'clock because it's no mystery. Okay, canine of the week. Oh, okay. No, I'm just no sense of holding back. Yeah, uh-huh. because he's doing some things that only a select few people mm-hmm. in the world can do. And so you can't act like, oh no, no. What he's doing, he's dropping some dimes in. He's doing some things that there's just a small group yeah. of people that are capable of yeah. doing it. Listen, that throw to Diami no, dude, for the game time dude, touchdown. It's stupid. It's absolutely stupid. I mean, that's absurd. So you're saying, let's just say you hadn't have blown the offseason and actually got some more offensive strength. Right. Let, not, and I don't say they blew it. They took a shot at it and right. it failed. Okay. But somebody ought to be over there paid to take shot and win mm. with personnel. And get people that are actually better than advertised, not worse than advertised. Okay, they corrected that. Trying to fill it up. We'll find out what happens. But all I'm telling you is that I got one more week to see this because I needed four. My sample size is a quarter of the season. Mm-hmm. Proficiency under pressure. Not letting the grenade blow up. Because I thought it's like Tourette's. Maybe he couldn't mm-hmm. get over it. 
Mm-hmm. But he could. He did. And while the Giants' offense sucks, and trust me, it sucks. Oh, yeah, but their defense The don't. defense can still no. – now, they don't have Leonard Williams, which they did in the previous matchup. I know. So, they had him in Seattle. You know, he was in Seattle. But they, they still have plenty. But they have they wink. still have plenty of and guys. Wink gave exactly. the enemy the finger. Right, exactly. And told so, you, hey, I'm coming. And I don't give a damn if you know we're coming. And he won. We will see. Now I want to see what the comeback is on that. Let's get to Jonesy oh, here on the Team 980. What up, Jonesy? How are you? Hey, Chris, what's going on? Jonesy. A few things here. Hey, hey, hey. Can you hear me? I got you. I was acknowledging you, you, my friend. Oh, okay. You was acknowledging me. First of all, Drew McIntyre's finishing move is called the Claymore. Uh, The Claymore. uh, Barry Jackson on Twitter just tweeted me and said it's the Claymore, and and it is the Claymore, and I totally forgot. I I just blanked out. And he did it last night, and it was a sloppy one, but it was right in front of me. I mean, he he barely made contact, but basically – you know, he told us on the show last Thursday. You you heard it that you know he was coming to Washington D.C. to kick ass, yeah. And he came to kick ass, yeah, and he took true. names. Yeah. He did, he did. Now let me tell you something. This was funny. You were sitting just three seats over from my nephew. I saw Zayman on TV last night. Oh, and good. I saw you two. Oh, did no did your nephew get an yeah. autograph from Russ? <laughs> Oh, he did better. I mean, no, he didn't get it, but he got Jay Uso's autograph. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. uh, That's an autograph you'd probably want a lot more than mine. I can tell you that, Jones. Exactly. Exactly. But anyway, he's he's only 18 years old, so he'll know who the rooster is the next (laughs) go-round. He'll be at the next function you'll be at, too. But anyway, um, I'm going to go with uh, 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 this this defense thing, man. I mean, you know, it, it's terrible. We we losing games off of uh, bad playing defenses, man. Playing too far off the, 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 these uh, number one receivers. There's a bunch of pitch and catch moves here we're seeing. You week in and week out, whether their 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 number ones are great or whether their number ones are average, it doesn't matter. They all come and do the same thing. Whether we go to their house or they come to ours, we are doing playing the same old kinds of crazy coverage. We're too far off the receivers. We need to play some press, man. I heard a man weeks ago tell me inside of Buffalo Wild Wings in Bowie, if you're scared to play press, man, then you've already picked the wrong guys to do so, if that's the case. Who was that smart man? man. Who was that smart man? Hey, I'm trying to – hey, look, he once said on the radio airways while doing the game, this is where we put the foot on the neck and crush the windpipe. I'll let you idiot. figure that out, Chris. Mm. But um, mm. anyway, mm. anyway, moving along. If we can do that, we we need uh, the bad. The Giants it seems like this. It's our bad luck charm. We we need to figure this thing out. And 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 you know what? As I do that, I'll be at Brother Man's. Taco this weekend trying to figure it out, man. Maybe dump, dump truck gone come up. Maybe not. I, I don't know, man. But other than that, that's all I got all right. for you, fellas. Thank all you, right, Joe. Appreciate you. you. As always, let's get to the Hall of Famer, <clears throat> Danny. Uh, I saw Danny up earlier, and then I, I I lost him, and then and then he's back. Danny, sorry about that. I uh, I couldn't find you in my mess of calls here. Uh, how are you, pal? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny? Oh. Danny? All right, let's put him on hold. See if we can get him back. I blame uh, all this on Lou Nell's birthday. <laughs> Let's get to Sean in Connecticut uh, here on the Team 980. What up, Sean? How are you? I'm good, Chris. How are you? Sean? Can you hear me? Yeah, no, I got you. I got to stop doing that okay. because everybody thinks I can't. I, 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 <laughs> I have this weird way of acknowledging, you know, callers yeah. and, 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 I got to stop doing it. I just got to be like, Sean, how are you? I got you. You know, like whatever. I, my, it's my fault. I, I've got to make it easier. No problem. Um, I just, I wanted to go back to what you guys were talking about earlier about how the, we, as Commanders fans, we seem to blame coaches more than the players. And I agree. But the reason, part of the reason why I do that is because, especially since Ron and, and Jack have been here for so long, they've had a very big input on the players on the roster so either way, I feel like it's it's their it's I mean it's it's not entirely their fault, but they play a big role in in building the roster and building the defense and how picking the players they want and building it how they want. So if the players that they handpicked don't perform, then you have to blame them for that as well. So that's why I tend to lean on the side of blaming coaches a little bit more. Um, also, a stat I saw this morning that I thought was just kind of funny and sad at the same time. Um, I, I, I always take PFF with a grain of salt just because it, it's analytics are great, but the, I, I'm a big eye test guy. And, and so, but there's a PFF and they rank every single special teams guy. And could you, if you'd take a while to guess, could you guess who's the worst ranked special teams player in the entire NFL? Um, <laughs> I didn't know they could the, do that. It's, it's the, uh, uh, oh, they, uh, oh uh, yeah. They, no, they, they do it. Uh, is it, is it Cameron Cheeseman? Yeah, it's the long snapper we traded up to get. Okay, so I think that's pretty. Kind but of, but to be honest, but un- to be honest with you, like it was it, it, the problem got better after a really rough start this year until Sunday, and then Sunday happened. And I don't know if it was weather related because it was raining a little bit off and on. What I, I don't know, but yeah. the cheese the cheese man uh, was sour again on Sunday, and yeah. and, and and that is a listen. Special teams by and large has been. Better than I thought it would be yes. for the Commanders this year, yeah. Because of Crowder, yeah. uh, Antonio's been really good on kick returns. Sly's been pretty darn good, more better than I thought. You know, Tressway just won another Special Teams Player of the Week award. Special Teams has been better than I thought it would be, yeah. especially having lost some of the guys that they lost, like Cam Sims and uh, and so on and so forth. But Cheese Man, again, we he's gave a problem. Up an explosive play on teams. Yeah. And then yeah, so yeah. that that uh, 
Not good. And, what was uh, that? One, what was that sequence again, Doc? Uh, the the bad plan special. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it now there head. was a punt return. It had to be a kick. A, a return. Right. And uh, I thought I may have been Butler. Thought he was right in line to get him. The guy makes a move. Boom. Okay. Scores. Right. We gave up yeah. an explosive. Um, We've done that on both sides. Yeah. So I, I just want to give one quick shout out before I go. Mm-hmm. I'm in a season long pick'em thing with my. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the NFL with my godfather, and he cur- he correctly predicted at every single game. So he went fourteen and zero this week, Oof, and he wow. won two grand. Wow, and that's fifty dollars. That that includes fifty dollars coming from me. So I'm a little I'm a little salty. I'm definitely a lot jealous, but I'm happy for him. Woo! He's a great guy. Just like just like just like you guys. You you guys are both great guys. I love listening to you guys. Great show as always. Thanks, guys. Have a great Atta day. boy. Wow. Sean's I'm uncle. How about B. that? Sheehan. Congratulations. Even Kevin can't say that. All That's right. awesome. Good. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw some crazy story. I got to find it. Uh, some dude won just thousands of dollars on a $5 bet. I've got, I got to find it. I get all this stuff uh, no, on my no, phone. I saw, yeah, I know. I, I think I do. I think Sheehan had a pretty big week. You think too. so? Oh, I kind of know he did. I mean, I yeah. love when Coach Sheehan morphs from Coach Sheehan into meteorologist Sheehan into Shark the Gambler Sheehan. Well, he's he's he's. I mean, he he's wears talented. a lot of hats. Wears a lot of a hats. lot of hats. Yeah. Two twenty on the team nine eighty. Do the Commanders have a chance at the playoffs? Going to give you the answer to that coming up next on the team nine eighty and the Odyssey app. All right, according to ESPN, which is split, uh, and you have to have the ESPN premium thing uh, for this. I forget, ESPN Insider, ESPN Plus, whatever it is. They do an NFL playoff picture tiers for 2023, according to Seth Walder, their director of analytics, projecting 32 teams in the standings. And they use the football power index and all that nonsense. Uh, And, again, they have all these tiers, true Super Bowl contenders, Eagles, surprise, Chiefs, 49ers, and then they have playoff locks like the Cowboys, the Lions, the Dolphins, so on and so forth. Where do you think, what tier do you think the commanders sit in currently, Doc? One through, uh, one through, I guess it's uh, eight. One through eight. Is there any category in anything that were ever listed that were not in the last category? Well, actually, the answer is, in this case, they're not last. They are not in the last category. They right. usually are, but they're not. They're actually seventh in the seventh tier, for whatever that means, which is nothing. But their chances, the next to last. The chances to make the – yeah, next to last. Okay. The chances to make the playoffs, according to ESPN Analytics, you want to guess zero to 100%? What no. would you guess? I think Essex is much better geared – Towards this type of uh, discipline than I am. Uh, let's give it a 13%. Take 10% off of that. 3%. <laughs> there you go. I was. Uh, it says uh, Sam Howell right. is a high-variance quarterback. The thing about variance, sometimes it goes your way. That's what Washington will need. Howell has started to get his sack problem in check recently. He has been taken down just seven times in the past three games. If that's a sign of the future, that should give the commanders a glimmer of hope. Um, still, there's a reason 
they were movers at the trade deadline. There's lots of reasons. They're four and six. Chances again, according to ESPN football power index, whatever that means, is three percent. The Green Bay Packers are three and six, and they have a nine percent chance of making the playoffs. Now you might say, like, what? Wait, what? Why? What? Schedule. The Commanders. Yes, they get. We think maybe sort of. Kind of what should be sort of a buy. I don't know. I, I I can't ever do that with this team this Sunday. But then at Dallas, Miami, bye week, at Los Angeles for the Rams, and then the, oh, and by the way, I got news on Aaron Rodgers coming up during the trending alert that you're gonna want to hear because that's game three or the third to last game. I'll give that to you coming up in a couple of minutes. But let's grab a uh, call or two here. Let's go to. Mark and Chevy Chase. What up, Mark, on the Team 980? How are you? Hey, Chris. Hello. Hi, Mark. How are you? Hey, I want, I'm doing fine. I want to say today is my 50th birthday. So oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. That <clears throat> a boy. And I'm going to give out outrageous prediction. I can try to, uh, to give you arguments why. But based upon losing to Seattle, I still think the last week of the season against Dallas, we will still have a mathematical way to make the playoffs mm. this year. So my bets are Rivera peaking his team in December instead of peaking his team in October or November. Mm. We would have a different discussion today if we got another last-minute pickoff like we did two weeks ago. Um, I boycotted the first Giants game. I was reading War and Peace or something like that. I know it's a much different season, but I'll be there on Sunday in heart and spirit and mind. And I still think that we're, we still have more to play for this season. Yeah. I hope you're right. That would be a nice birthday present, wouldn't it? Yes, it would be, but I, I, uh, it's, it's, Priority one is always seeing the commander's way to get go. my dress. There you go. Mark, we, we want to thank you for spending your 50th birthday with us and calling happy us. Happy birthday. Yeah, and you get a happy birthday from the DOC. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Mark. You, Enjoy. Okay. You're all 50 Appreciate years that. old and you still dress like a Teletubby. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Boy, birthdays today. Take it. Joe Beninati. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It is Joe B's, Joe B's birthday. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, the whale. <laughs> yeah. How can you forget we had that? That was oh, a part of the I show know. for a good know, two weeks know, or so before your birthday. Uh, that was the Miz who wound up uh, near my lap last night at WWE Monday Night Raw, uh, and uh, and and John Cena, uh, who follows your boy on Twitter but won't answer his DMs. <laughs> I tried to get him to donate to Best Buddies. He did not answer uh, a couple of requests. But he follows me on Twitter for whatever reason, so I don't know. Uh, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. Let's do the trending alert, and then we'll get more calls, I promise, back on the other side. Uh, just hang in there on the bet uh, on the Ace Law listener lines, right? Ace Law listener lines in a wreck. Ace Law will help you get a check. Call them at 8888-ACE-LAW. And now the trending alert. Now, we were just mentioning this. The Jets host the Commanders on Christmas Eve afternoon at MetLife Stadium. Now, it's a long time away, but 
Aaron Rodgers could be back in the fold. He told the Pat McAfee show uh, and, and um, you know, that he will be with the team full-time by Thanksgiving. He told Melissa Stark of Sunday Night Football, because, of course, the Jets were uh, just on Sunday Night Football against the Raiders in Vegas, that his goal is to be back by mid-December. Quote, I know it sounds insane, but if you do a good surgery, have a good patient, it makes this possible. So could the commanders see Aaron Rodgers for an early Christmas gift. And one last note, Golden State Warrior assassin Stephen Curry. Steph Curry listed out for tonight already against the Minnesota Timberwolves with knee soreness, according to The Athletic, and that's what's trending. Kind of cool on a birthday celebration for our very own Linnell, well, excuse me, Lunell Willingham. Ice, what do you think that will be the biggest treat for Lunell today on his very special day? I mean, bare minimum, I hope he has a big ass cake for him at home. I hope not. I, you know, I think everyone deserves a good birthday cake. Like, bare minimum and anything else. And I will put up with a lot of crap. If I have a good birthday cake on my birthday, I, I basically nothing else matters. Well, I think that's one of the problems in our society. There's nobody that doesn't need another piece of cake more than, than Lou Nell Willingham. But that's why in he... In the best interest of health. How about a good salad? He can have a... How about a, a good walnut, a vinaigrette? Um, I'll give him some, you know, a little bit of meat in it. Yeah, but this is 25. This is a quarter century that he's. No, I thought he's 26. 26? He's already 25. Well, regardless. Because Toby's 20. He's youngest in charge. He was 24. Well, he, Toby. He, so I think this is 26. Why AIC? You got to be, you got to remember. Linnell's no longer the youngest in charge. She's no. the youngest and angriest in charge. Youngest we have to, angry. we have to okay. give him the why AIC. Okay. Well, okay, cake guy, but not pie. Why is it a birthday cake and not a birthday pie? I'm just asking. I I think, honestly, okay. my honest answer, I think it has to do with way back when, when people were a lot less wealthy, when there was just inherently less wealth. It was a bigger deal to be able to get a fresh cake than, than it was a pie. Okay. So because it was kind of like how... Back in the day, you always got an orange in your stocking, and mm-hmm. like my family still does the orange in the stocking for Christmas. Well, that's because oranges w- back in uh, London were very scarce, so you got one oh, for Christmas so because it was a special treat. Now yeah. it's still stuck around. I think it's kind of the same thing that birthday cakes yeah. are cakes because it's supposed to be special. It's something mm-hmm. that you don't, you shouldn't get every day. Yeah, fruit was a part of a of a gift bearing back in my neighborhood. I mean, that was. Something thought of is 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 good. We were just the idea was Lunell's birthday, mm. a cake. I go, maybe not. I mean, I don't think he you think needs like, a cake. Like a fruit cake? I'm thinking is about, that what about you... a salad. No, I'm just trying to I'm just thinking Poor Linnell. I refuted no, the I, hell out of that. No, I'm just Poor saying Linnell. No, seriously. Poor Lionel. I mean, you just can't continue 
to push somebody down a street that's not good for them. Listen, there's a lot of streets that I've been pushed well, down. I mean, you're not Lunel, okay? All right, you're a seasoned veteran. This kid's 26 years yeah, old. Yeah, I know. I know. He's got a lot Still of life a baby, ahead of him. man. Yeah, you keep pushing these you know, sweets You remember the, the NBA center Glenn Big Baby Davis, oh, right? no, Quack I mean, not. you know, Celtic. Uh, like, is it is it Lionel Big Baby Willingham? He wouldn't like. He no. doesn't like Big He doesn't like Big it, Baby. No. Um, I don't think he likes the whale either. <laughs> and well, I know, I well, hey, based cake. on him yelling at all of at yeah. both of us last week, I know he doesn't like Lunell. Who's he's he's Matt? Who who was who was Lunell? Like some artist that nobody's ever heard of? People I don't call, know. I don't know who Lunell. I mean, I, to me, he's Lunell. It's it's a very obscure reference that I haven't had the time to look up myself. So I mean, here's the bottom line: for all the attention dollars he gets. From you, from me, from us, on this show, he should just accept any damn name we give him. Any damn name we give him. Well, I, I mean, he's a little nail to me, so I, I mean, that's, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, that's what's on his birth certificate. On his birth certificate. All right, let's go back to the calls uh, and get, uh, let's see who's uh, been on hold here the longest. Ah, oh, it is Polly. What's up, Polly? How are you? Hell to the W, man. W-W. Not in the crock pot. <laughs> What's going on, my guys, man? What's hey, smoking, man? It's all good. What's smoking, hey, huh? Hey, listen. Hey, hey, listen, man. First of all, you know what I mean? We, we got a name for him. It's called Baby Russell. Right? <laughs> oh, hey, oh, no, wait a minute. Hold on. I never hey, heard that one. Hey, Are you serious? You should call him Baby Rooster. Baby Russell. Baby <laughs> Rooster. Baby, no. No, baby Russell, okay, baby, baby Russell, Russell. The, the Russell, the, the Russell Sprout, the you know, Russell, Russell Sprout. <laughs> ah, it's got potential. That's actually, that's actually pretty Russell good. Sprout. That's kitchen, not bad. He, he's the kitchen table, and you're the crock pot. Yeah, you know how to go, man. Yeah, that's good. Second of all, Lou, second of all, let's get this right. Lunell, Lunell, that came from my homie G from the shop. G from the shop named him Lunell. Oh, okay, cool. He even put it on. He even put it on a shirt for him and gave it to him. You know, if you if you ever go watch that uh the match between him and Baby AI, him and Baby him and Baby Bubba Chuck, you know the shirt that Lanell had to peel off for him. You know, G made that for him. It says Oh, okay. Lanell on the back. Well, it's a done deal. Right? That's it. That's it. No, nothing okay. else needs to be and said. Got, He's Lunell. Done. And we and we, we got to give Baby Russell Sprout. You baby know, Russell Get a birthday. Forget a birthday cake. You know, he need to eat some birthday crow. How about that, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's wrong all the time anyway, too. Just like his daddy, Big Russell Sprout. <laughs> the crop pot. Wait, wait a second. Yeah, I, I mean, this coming from a guy who told me last week that I didn't know anything about basketball. I mean, come on. You don't know nothing about basketball. You don't oh, know crap. anything about basketball, bro. Okay. No, I, know I mean, you, you <laughs> say I don't know anything you about football. You say I don't know anything about football. On occasion. No, you know what? Your your, your information and, and, your, and your IQ on football has grown a little bit. Oh, you got just a little bit. Yeah, just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Doc, Doc is rough. Oh, and then Doc I get dumb on Wednesdays? I mean, you're like a typical of, fan, right? Oh, Jack Del Rio was smart yeah, last no, year. Now no, he's a village hey, idiot. I didn't say he was smart last year. I said he was dumb last year, too. Oh, okay. But no, but yeah, when you, when you and Baby Russell get together, it's like Dumb and Dumber, the movie. Oh, it's my like, God. what's going on? 
Yo, that is unbelievable. Back, back on, back on uh, Maga, Maga Jack, who's not making defense great again. Maga you know Jack. what I mean? The, pro- the problem with <laughs> now that was funny. Always- that was funny, Paulie. That was funny. Occasionally, you snap off a good one-liner. <gasps> that was pretty good, Maga Jack. Uh, uh, okay, and the, the reason why we blame Jack because it doesn't matter who the players are, we're getting the same results. Man, your man Mark is, is crying about uh, Cam Curl. Cam Curl is probably the most consistent player we have out there. He's always, when healthy, he's where he needs to be at. He makes the plays that needs to be made in the situation. You know, you know. so I don't understand that whole argument. I, I, like I said, he just must be frustrated like everybody else. But the, the main problem is Jack is passive-aggressive. He don't run an attack in defense. That's why you're crying about uh, uh, no press coverage. You know what I mean? Look at Jamie Davis. When does Jamie Davis play at his best when he makes plays? When he's attacking the line of scrimmage. But too many times we see him in this read and react mode. I mean, who fires line? Who crossfires linebackers? Who does that? Why is David Mayo still in the damn game? Because he played for Ron at Carolina? No, because who else is going to play Mike got... linebacker when, when Barton's hurt? Doing? Who else? Man, I don't want to hit, man. You got, it doesn't, he's bad. Give somebody else a chance. Right, but who else? I mean, Khalid Hudson's not a Mike linebacker. We found out Jamin Davis is not a Mike linebacker. Is Jabril Cox a Mike linebacker? I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But you got Jabril Cox on the Cowboys. I mean, he only left the Cowboys because they was deep. He wanted to play. Let the man play. All right, listen, man, don't worry. David Mayo, we'll see another linebacker in there shortly because he, he's going to blow a tire and pull a hamstring real soon. He, he woke up last night in cold sweat saying, cross route, cross route, cross route. Because uh, the, the, Seattle was clearly picking on him. Clearly picking on him. The, the, listen, great. He, he, can, he can stay on the team as a special team player. You know, we can put him in there as break, break the glass linebacker. But, hey, no way in this world he should be playing 80, 90% of the snaps. Right? And so that's the stuff we see. We see simple stuff out there as callers, fans. We call him about why the corner is third and four, why the cornerback 10 yards off the line of scrimmage. All right? We see them doing this cross stuff. We see little simple stuff week after week. Now it's year after year. It's a year four. Listen, even when the defense is good, I always call it and say, like, it's kind of smoke and mirrors. We can't stop the run. Whenever we need to stop a run to get off the field in a game that counts, we can't do it. You know what I mean? So that's why we blaming the coaches because – that's the one constant thing has been Jack Del Rio. But the players have changed, but it's the same problem. And what and what'd you call him, Paul? And what'd you call him, Paulie? Maga Jack. Maga Jack. He ain't making defense great again. Wait a second. What, wait, wait, Paulie, shut up for a second. What was that, Paulie? Maga Jack. He's not making defense great again. <laughs> I like this one. I want to hear Doc in the crop pot. Hail to the W, man. Y'all Thanks, Paulie. Wow. Appreciate it. And Doc in the crockpot. We'll get that cut up for you uh, as well. All right, let's try and get uh, Danny back in here. We had a miscommunication there. Uh, Danny, sorry about all that. How are you, pal? I'm, I'm doing good, guys. How are y'all? Doing good, good Danny. It was good to, to hear the, your uh, voice. Yep, and it's good to talk to Doc. Doc, Doc knows what this is, uh, what winning is all about because, you know, he's the one and all this the 80s and the 90s started all this winning and because, you know, I don't remember uh, anything before the, after, before the, uh, uh, after the 70s, I remember everything. 
everything has been winning. And, you know, now it's like, how do you not um, give – you score a touchdown in the in the last minute of the game, and then you give – you have 50-some seconds left, and, you, and you, all you have to do is prevent them from driving down the field uh, on Sunday. And they – they, we couldn't do it. We couldn't. We couldn't have. We didn't have any effort. I, I don't know about effort. I, I would say execution. Certainly, I, the mm-hmm. play that drove me crazy is again. You know they need ten yards for field goal position, and you allow a, an easy slant pitch and catch. You know for about uh, 13, 14 yards at the point of the catch, and then an extra ten yards after that, after the catch, and because you can't tackle a guy. And, yeah. and it just makes makes it a chip shot field goal. I, I mean, like, but but did any did did anybody really expect anything different? Did did we really think that this defense was gonna come up big in that spot? Nobody should have thought that, even though even no. though I, I guess theoretically they could have come up with a takeaway. They just almost never do in those spots. And that's the sad part. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, when they were driving down the field, I said to myself, "I bet you they lose this game. They're not, they're not going to have no. They're not going to execute and be able to stop them. And they just let them go right down the field and score." Thanks, Danny. Appreciate you getting in. See you on Sunday, hopefully, uh, out at FedEx Field. Appreciate you, my friend. Two forty-seven on the team nine eighty. More of your calls coming straight up with the DOC. And Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. Nothing but smooth sailing from here. We're with you until 4 o'clock on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, along with the DOC, Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. Let's go right back to your call. So we cut down the wait time. Let's go to Richard in Maryland right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. What's up, Richard? How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Doing good, Rich. Thanks for the call. Yeah, thank, uh, thank you for taking the call, you and Doc. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah, I, I would like to make a comment before I another comment before I comment on the game. Um, I just wanted to say I've been a Redskins fan since they got Bobby Mitchell back in 61, 62, and they would practice over in Benning Road right by the school because I was in high school right there. And I saw Bobby Mitchell run. I, I couldn't believe a man could go that, could run that fast. So I have been a fan through through all of that. And I wanted to make a comment on Doc. Uh, when they won the Super Bowl and they were scanning all the players, Doc was sitting there. You would have thought someone had given him a brand new bicycle. He had a grin on his face. I've never forgotten it <laughs> when they won that Super Bowl. So I just wanted to comment on that. I mean, yeah, oh, and, a little bit overwhelmed, right? I yeah, mean, I mean, is that what know, goes? I mean, is that what goes through your mind? Like well, you, you achieve that dream, and then you're like, "Oh my God!" I, well, I, it's a rose. But first of all, we're at home. I'm in the Rose Bowl yeah. where we beat Ohio State. Right. They won defeated, you know, twenty three ten. So to have two championship moments in the same building, mm-hmm. 
kind of ironic, you know, and to have because I had my little league coaches there, high school, it was just perfect storm. So that was that was pretty cool. Appreciate it, Richard. Thank yeah, you thanks, for getting Richard. in. Uh, uh, let you go on that so we can get uh, at least one more in here. Steve in Columbia on the Team 980. What up, Steve? How are you? Steve? I hear Steve. All right, let's put Steve on hold, see if Maddie can establish contact with him. Uh, let's get to Sweet Lou. What up, Lou? How are you? What what's going on, Rooster? What's shaking, Lou? DOC, what's happening? Um, K nine, I'm good. I I know I know I know one person who's a fan of Ken Dorsey getting the boot today. Lou, Lou hates every coach alive on planet Earth. <laughs> it's not it's not that. It's just you know it's 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 the it's the thing that you keep saying is not the coaches, it's the players. It's been four. Chris, think about it. Think about it. It's been four years. The same defensive coordinator sending the same play, like play calling year after year. How, if it's something that's not working, you got to do something else, man. Like the guy, like I guess maybe like 10, 15 calls ago when he was talking about how we, you know, we beat the Broncos, right? And then they went on to, to have these little runs that they went on to beat Kansas City. And then they went on to beat the Mighty Bills last night. They made adjustments. How come we can't do that? I mean, we got the players. I just think that, you know, I mean, I know, Chris, uh, I know you keep, you know, I know you're tired of me saying it's the coaching. No, I, I, mean, I mean, listen, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not naive to think that this crew ain't it, that this crew is mediocre at best, at best. I got you. I guess what I'm but saying just, is in general and an overwhelming philosophy in my eyes is we put so much emphasis on coaching, 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 and what happens, you know, during the week, which part of which we don't even know what happens. We don't know what happens in the building. We don't know what's being taught. We don't know how it's being taught. We don't know how it's being emphasized. All we know is what we see on TV for three hours a week. And we make all of these rash judgments based on that. Now, you're going to counter and say, yeah, but it's not a rash judgment when it's been three and a half years. And I got you, Lou. I can't deny that you're wrong. I can't deny that you're wrong on that. But to me, like the the 64-yard touchdown the other day to Kenneth Walker, right. like I don't know if you heard Jay Gruden's response to that. And Jay was like, there was two players that absolutely quit on that play. Just absolutely quit. Like, is it, I mean, is it you can't tell me Jack is is drawing up a play or devising a scheme or or call or, or sending Chris. in a signal that allows for a Lincoln sized tunnel a Lincoln tunnel sized hole in the middle of the defense and then for two players to roll over and play dead. Yeah, that was that, that was Chris, bad. Can I, can I, Chris, if that's the case, and then what do you do? If a, a good coach, if these two guys are giving up on plays, guess what? You bench him. I know, but you, you can't bench everybody. Will. That's the point. Man, you know, I, I mean, I know you want to bench people. I got it, and man. they benched Emmanuel Forbes, and everybody said, "Oh man, how how do you bench your first round pick? That's a, a, such a terrible move. What a disgrace! This, that, and the other thing." I mean, it but, seems to have Chris, worked for Emmanuel Forbes. Though, Chris, that's a different. That's a different scenario. Like you, like you can't put Emmanuel Forbes against one of the top like receiver in the league. That's common sense. 
I know, but if you put if you put him against Devontae Smith, I mean, if you put him against Devontae Smith, they'd probably pick on that too. I I mean, you can't hide him ultimately and eventually with everything. But if he get beat in a way of we think, you know, the other player was better and he beat him, it's okay if he get beat like that. But when you keep putting him in a guy, he's, I mean, uh, physical, like the guy's, I mean, he's a monster. How do you, Emmanuel Ford weighed 170, 180. And the other guy's like 240, 250. Looking like a tight end running. Again, again, I don't disagree with you, but like all all I would say is, all I would say is this. Again, I, I would do things differently. I would do some things differently, okay? But but let me give you a, a for instance. Doc, I don't know if you agree. We didn't get to this. Jack Del Rio was much more aggressive, much more blitz-happy, much more creative in terms of design, in terms of generating pressure in the second half on Sunday. Yeah. Than he was in the first half because in the first half, Geno Smith wasn't operating the Seahawks offense as the Seahawks started to generate. And as the Seahawks became more balanced, Jack had to counter with more pressure, more creativity, more. And they still got roasted like a pretzel on charcoal, baby, outside of Shea Stadium when I was growing up. My point being is like Jack tried to get more aggressive and it still backfired. Jack tries to do this, and it still backfires. Jack tries to do that, and the players still can't execute. Like, at some point, we have to stop blaming the coaches for everything, and we have to actually start blaming the people on the field. Yeah, he did some suppression. I just want to give a shout-out to little baby hippo. Happy birthday. And uh, and one more thing. Hey, hey, last night, the wizard, I had to do it. I took him on. uh, No, no, I ain't take the wizard. I took Toronto on the money line. Made me four eighty. Sixty bucks four eighty. There you go. Appreciate the wizard. Sounds Dude, good. They, my call, man. That, that was a close one. Doc, you were about to say? No, I was saying I said with that the wizard's owner genius. Lou just is excited. They got dump trucked. Right. But yet you got a happy person yeah. over there because oh, yeah. wagering. Well, that's what sports betting is. You're yeah. gonna suck. Yeah. Have wagering and it bridges a gap. Yeah, and that's a great no, but example. You were going to say about uh, about Del Rio, and then Lou started going on on about his thing. I, no, I, I mean, not, it's not his nature. Remember when Dallas back? Uh, I want to say after Jimmy was Switzerland. maybe doing tuna, but they they're coming, and you knew it, mm-hmm. and they know it, and and I and like New York, like the Giants mm-hmm. play. Look how it affected us. It's human nature to think that, well, wait a minute. If we got all of our cash equity in our D-line, what up if we even gave them a boost by bringing one of our safeties or so? I try to stay out of being a coordinator unless you were spending time really evaluating, and I'm not, yeah. and you're over there, and you're really covering it. And unless you're in the building and, and in, in meetings. Yeah, I think and, every time you speak, yeah. then I, try, I don't want to be that guy. Right. No, I hear you. I, I want to be where I'm looking at that. That's what they paid him to do. Yeah, I, I, and, I'm fine and with clearly, that. clearly, if they did it better, they probably have a better record. All right, 3 o'clock on the Team 980, back in a flash. Don't go anywhere. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.